home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. position he wanted you to play or said you should be this position or that position or he just I mean he, he I mean he told me a bunch of bits that I could have switched to but look where I'm at right now so you know I'm saying so who gets the last laugh all right that was Alabama quarterback Jalen Milrow getting set for the Rose Bowl against Michigan I actually like Alabama in that game mainly because I saw how Michigan reacted when the when the uh, playoff teams were announced they didn't look all that excited to see Alabama pop up. Uh, I didn't like that. But Michigan's a good team. We'll see what happens. I'm excited for that game and uh, for the playoffs. But uh, that comment there, all I'm going to say is this. Jalen Milrow. Um, why are you talking like you made it? Because correct me if I'm wrong. Hey, he's way more accomplished athletically than I ever was. I mean, great year for Alabama. They ended up proving a lot of people wrong. They ended up beating Georgia in the SEC Championship. They should have lost to Auburn, but they beat Georgia in the SEC championship, and they made the playoff, and we'll see what they can do from there. Uh, but I'm sorry, last time I checked, isn't the goal, the last laugh, I feel like comes when? When you make the, the college football playoff or when you make the NFL and become a star? Lamar Jackson can have a last laugh if he wants to. That's a guy that can have a last laugh. I didn't think Jalen Milrow was qualified to have a last laugh at this point. Now, he's looked good at quarterback. But a last laugh? And I'm not defending Bill O'Brien. I don't know how that whole thing went down. Uh, but if you don't make it in the NFL, or if you get to the NFL and you're tasked with maybe changing positions, again, I don't want to put it to a college kid, but who would have the last laugh in that scenario? I'm just saying, isn't the point to get to the NFL and make it as a quarterback in the NFL? And in order to do that, you have to make it in college. So that's step one. So good for him. But you need to make it in the NFL before you start delivering, um, you know, the double bird to people. That's all I'm saying. So I would just be careful if I'm Jalen Milrow. Eric Crouch, when he was at Nebraska, heading into the Rose Bowl, had the last laugh. Remember him? Then they lost by 100 points to Miami, and he was never heard from again. I mean, I think he had a cup of coffee with the, the St. Louis Rams. But he didn't actually do anything as a quarterback in the NFL. And as a result, he's either viewed as a bust or he couldn't play or he should have taken the advice of whomever who told him to play a different position. Because quarterback wasn't happening. So that's all I had to say about that. Um, one thing I just wanted to touch on real quick, and we're just going to kind of rifle through a few things because we don't have a lot of time here before we get to Thursday Night Football. Um, and coming up, we're going to talk Bill Belichick. We think it's sort of coming to an end. Not sort of. We think it's coming to an end based on the reports, based on the season, all those different things. Top 10 most important moments of Bill Belichick's time here with the Patriots. His top 10 most defining moments. We did 10, 9, and 8 last night. We're going to do 7, 6, and 5. That's coming up. But the first thing I just wanted to say, I saw a quote. Uh, we saw the other day Udonis Haslam from the Miami Heat talking about Bill Russell. And we're not going to go back into all that. But he, he's talking. He's out there. He's talking. He's on the podcast. He had another thing that he said today about the Heat culture. 
And this pissed me off, okay, because I've been, you know, obviously I've been around the Patriots a long time. I was a beat reporter. I was in the locker room. I absorbed at least a little bit of what we could see of Patriots culture, as all of the people that have followed the team have absorbed over the course of the last 20 years. What The whole heat culture thing bothers me, okay? It bothers me when they play the Celtics in the playoffs. It bothers me that it actually is a real thing, and credit to the heat for that. But at the end of the day, all it is is a culture, and the culture isn't as talented as some of the other teams. But what really makes me, I don't know, ornery, Udonis Haslam was talking about how only 10% of people in the NBA could actually withstand heat culture. They wouldn't be able to handle it. That's what he said. What annoys me is that heat culture is, is, is viewed as some sort of admirable thing, this badge of honor that players all across the league are endeared to. And it's, it's viewed as something that they should be commended for. The Heat should be applauded for establishing a culture where, according to Adonis Haslam, only 10% of NBA players would be able to handle. Yet, when the Patriots and their Patriot way, when people talk about playing in New England and how hard it is, that's viewed as a negative. Nationally, it's a detriment to play in New England. You know, everybody has to play for the player-friendly coach, and you can't play for a team or an organization like Bill Belichick and how he runs things, it's not fun to play in New England. Now, we're going back a little bit, but that was the narrative, and it was never viewed as a positive. It never was viewed like the, the heat culture is viewed nationally and how it's this thing where they could get the best out of this band of merry men that might not be as talented as other teams in the league you don't think there was some of that with the Patriots all those years, all those teams that made it to the AFC Championship game? Yeah, you had Brady. But the fact that it was hard helped them, but it wasn't viewed as a positive like heat culture is. That annoys me. Just wanted to get that off my chest. Now, the culture is, you know, gone in a t- completely different direction now. And that's why I'm rooting for this team to lose games. You know, at the beginning of the year, I wasn't rooting for them to lose. I wanted to give them an honest chance this year. I thought they were going to be way better than they are this year. And they eventually proved to me that they're not good. And the offense and Mac Jones, I mean, I actually tweeted at the beginning of the year that Mac Jones would compete for all pro votes. How dumb do I look there? Not make all pro, but I thought he would be in the conversation for all pro. Mac. The fact that they've gotten to this point stuns me. But now that they're here, they have to lose these games and they have to find a way to keep at least the number four pick and have a chance at Jaden Daniels, who I don't even love all that much, honestly. He's a good quarterback. He was impressive during a lot of the games he played for LSU. He couldn't beat Florida State when they were at their best. So that's number one. You know, and to be fair, it's one of the same reservations I have for Caleb Williams. He was awful against the best teams in college football. And he ranked opponent, and he topped whatever opponent. He basically lost all those games. You know, Jaden Daniels has the size. He has the height. Not a big guy. 
That concerns me a little bit. I don't know how much he plans on running in the NFL, but maybe he'll fill out. But the Patriots have to find a way to lose these games and keep that draft position. It's as simple as that's where the best quarterbacks are found typically. And you know what the other thing is? For those people that aren't okay with Bill Belichick moving on or the Patriots moving on from him, I'm not even sure if you got one of the top guys, even if he had some legit potential, if Bill Belichick would be the guy, the right person to help develop him. We have no idea if that would work out. He could be a player or a coach based on what we saw with Mac Jones. He could be a hindrance to this new quarterback. More reason why it is time to pack it up and pack it in. Now, I don't know if they're going to get a guy that is adequate enough to be the person to help cultivate the next quarterback, the next face of the New England Patriots from a QB perspective. But you got to try. And you've got to find a way to get to that level and see what happens. I don't want to have to root against Bill Belichick in the final game of the regular season against the Jets. But it's what I, I will. I will because that is what the best thing for the New England Patriots is at this point. You know, I wish they were in a situation where even if they won that game, they had the top pick locked up or a top two pick. I mean, that would have been ideal. But now they have other teams that are right behind them and could trip them up and get a better draft pick than them. And if the Patriots end up picking seven, I don't know where that's going to leave them. That is not what I'm interested in. Um, we didn't get to all the emails. Thank you for everybody that's emailed the show. Mark.dondero at odyssey.com. We'll sneak one in here real quick. Bryce in Medway. Would you take the Patriots' offensive weapons or the Chiefs' off- 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 offensive weapons right now? Right now. I'd take the Patriots' offensive weapons right now. Right now, and it's interesting, you know, what the Chiefs did this year, I'm not going to call it malpractice, but they might have cost themselves a chance at being the first team since the Patriots to repeat. Now, do I think they still have a chance to get to the Super Bowl? Sure. Good defense, Pat Mahomes. But I cannot believe, cannot believe they let Pat Mahomes... Sorry, Stiz. Almost, I almost ran in there for you, buddy. No, I'm good. Thank you. I can't believe they let Pat Mahomes go out on the field with the level of pass catchers that they have this year. And it's interesting, the whole Taylor Swift thing, I'm not blaming her, but I tweeted this when it happened. This is how it starts. This is how these types of dynasties die. It's not Taylor Swift's fault, but you get so big, you're pulled in a million different directions. I mean, how many, how many things, how many commercials is Travis Kelsey in? This whole formula is not hard to figure out. As soon as Tom Brady stopped winning the, the parking spot and started dating Giselle, they, they didn't win Super Bowls for 10 years. He got big. 
you know, here comes the supermodel. I get it, but they didn't win Super Bowls for 10 years. Now, all of a sudden, Travis Kelsey, yes, he's older, but they're having trouble adjusting, sustaining the success. A lot of things become available to you when you have that level of success, and it makes fans frustrated. John Henry, all the success he's had, the Red Sox win championships, make a lot of money, and guess what? You're ultra-diversified with a bunch of interests outside of the baseball team that helped you get on the map. Where all us fans don't care about your diversification and all your outside interests or your success in the past. We want to enjoy more success now. This is why you can't question Belichick's legacy. Nobody managed success better than that guy. With that being said, the Patriots aren't having that level of success now. And he's not able to get them back to that point at his age. It's over. Don't take anything away from his legacy, but it's over. Let's get it trending with Stiz here on the Rich Keith Show. WEI Mark Dundero in for Rich. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Patriots getting ready to head to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Kickoff Sunday at 1 p.m. Patriots practice today. Few players on the did not participate list. That was Trent Brown, Kayshawn Booty, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott, Jalen Mills, Jabril Peppers, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, on limited participation, Christian Barmore, Jawan Bentley, Miles Bryant, Hunter Henry, Anthony Jennings, Jonathan Jones, Matthew Slater, and Sean Wade. Also yesterday, the team placed running back Ramondre Stevenson on injured reserve with a high ankle sprain, thus ending his season. To fill that hole, the team signed cornerback Marco Wilson. Another Patriots news, former Patriot Rodney Harrison, one of 15 finalists named for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Among the finalists with Harrison are first-time nominees Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates. Celtics returning home tonight to take on the Pistons, who just set an NBA record on Tuesday with their 27th consecutive loss. Jalen Brown ruled out of tonight's game with the lower back contusion. Jason Tatum is available. Tip-off set for just about uh, 15 minutes at 7.30. Bruins finally snapped their four-game losing streak last night. 4-1 win in Buffalo over the Sabres. Charlie, Charlie Coyle scored twice. Three of the Bruins' four goals came on a power play. Bruins' next game at home this Saturday night against the Devils. And congratulations to Curtis's and Courtney's BC Eagles. Boston College ended their season in the Wasabi Fenway Bowl with a 23-14 win over 24th-ranked SMU. BC now finishes 7-6 overall on the year. Their first time over 500 since 2020 in their first bowl win since 2016. So congratulations to Boston College. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Key Show with Mark Dondero filling in. Coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. All right, what up? Back here on the Rich Keefe Show. Mark Dondero in for Rich. Let's get back to the calls real quick. David is in the car on Bill Belichick. What up, David? Hey, good evening. So here's my take on Belichick and why he's not tanking. Yeah. If indeed he is going to leave New England and this is his way of sticking it to the Patriots not to leave them with any good picks for the draft. 
That's why he's doing everything that he can to win these last few games for that reason alone, because that's exactly what Belichick would do. That's his game. He's going to stick it to you in a nice way without being too disrespectful and making it look like he's just doing what's best for the game by winning games. All right. That's a fair point. Thanks for the call, David. Listen, I, you know, I think it's more about just having professional integrity and being a actual, you know, upstanding NFL head coach where you're not going to tank. I mean, that's not his job. His job is not to tank. His job is to win football games. He wants that record. He wants to get as close to the record as possible. That's the other thing. Um, and that would be doing a disservice to – I mean, he's not trying to tank. None of the people in that locker room are, are wired to do something like that, even though it is the best thing for the football team. The Patriots' problem is if they were going to do something like that, what you would want to do is something similar to what I guess the Broncos are doing or what we've seen other teams do in the past. You know, you lost a bunch of games – your starting quarterback couldn't get it done, so at the end of the season, you just kind of shut it down and come up with some bogus injury, and you put in the backup who you know can't really play, and that's your version of tanking. But the Patriots already had to go to the backup quarterback, and he might be better than the other guy, and it's, you know, it is what it is. So I don't expect anybody there to be tanking. Um, but it doesn't mean that that's not the best-case scenario for the Patriots because to lose would be best. That's all I'm saying. Let's go to some of these uh, quick. We want to touch on numbers seven through five, the top ten moments of Bill Belichick's tenure with the New England Patriots. Okay, number seven. So just to get you caught up, number ten on a Cincinnati press conference. Number nine, the game plan against Pat Mahomes in the 2018 AFC Championship game, shutting him out in the first half. And number eight, drafting Rob Gronkowski. Number seven, the 2012 NFL draft, trading up and taking two defensive studs in the first round of the 2012 NFL Draft. Huge moment. It turned around the whole organization. It launched that second dynasty because your defense after or in those years, 2010, 2011, even though you made the Super Bowl, your defense was in a bad way. It needed an infusion of talent, ideally through the draft, and they got it there in 2012. Dante Hightower, Chandler Jones, trading up, trading back into the first round and hitting. That helped change the culture and ultimately led to the defense that, you know, the defense that ultimately won the game in um, in Glendale against the Seahawks in Super Bowl Forty Nine. That's number seven. Number six, trading for Randy Moss and Wes Welker. Just from a legacy perspective, that was huge for Bill Belichick and the Patriots. It turned them from an offense or from a defensive-minded team to an offensive juggernaut. It, it led them to becoming the first team since, what, 1972 to go undefeated in the regular season. Yes, you couldn't finish it off, but going undefeated in a regular season is still a banner moment and a part of your legacy. I don't care what people say. I don't care you couldn't finish it off. That's something they should have a banner up, not where the championship banners are, but you should note that somewhere at Gillette Stadium. And drafting Moss, or sorry, acquiring Moss and Welker was a huge thing. Lastly, or number five, The game plans against Peyton Manning and the Colts. Obviously, big games. He was one of the best quarterbacks of your generation, if not, aside from Tom Brady, the best. His teams were offensive juggernauts. His teams were always rolling when they came into Gillette Stadium to play. And you found a way to beat him in the playoffs. You found a way to win big regular season games in Indy. Those games and the plans against Peyton Manning, Ty Law, all the execution that you saw against Peyton Manning, That was huge for the organization and for Belichick's legacy. That's number five.
We'll do the top five over the weekend when I'm in. Stiz, thanks. Always a pleasure, Mark. Always a pleasure. Happy New Year if I don't see you. Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, Thanks to Rich for letting me fill in. It's the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Have a good one.